And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It's Tuesday, September 7th, and we are here to try to take the mystery out of your financial life. We're here to help you take control of your financial life. We are here to maybe stop you from spinning around like a top and making yourself crazy about your money. Whatever it is, we want to help. Mark and I are dedicated to this goal of just trying to make this easier for all of you. We really want to think that most people have a very rational approach to money, but those human emotions, they get in the way. Help yourself by just contacting us. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. Click the contact button on the jillonmoney.com website. That's what Andrew did. Andrew's on the line from Atlanta. Hey, Andrew, how can we help you out? Hi, Jill. Thanks. So I had some questions about whether it makes sense to invest emergency funds in a low risk investment option like a bond index fund or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, on top of that and related is funds that are not necessarily emergency funds, but funds that might be for a mysterious anticipated purchase in the future, like a home improvement project or a car or something like that. Yeah, almost like an intermediate term need. I don't need it this minute. I don't need it in a year, but I need it probably in the next few years for some money there. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, I'm married. Uh, 41. My wife is 38. We have two boys, eight and three. Um, we, uh, I make about $300,000 a year. My wife um, is a teacher, but she's been staying home with the kids for the last several years. Uh, we can save right now about $6,000 to $6,500 a month in various instruments. But that's kind of a new development. We're playing catch up a little bit on our retirement funds. Um, we finally kind of got to the point where we paid off all our debt and we've you know, bought our house and we're just kind of rolling in money now that we have some excess that we can spend elsewhere. Excellent. That sounds great. What kind of retirement plan is offered to you through your work? Yeah, so we have um, we offer a 401k, the traditional Roth. Uh, the Roth was 
newly added last year, so I switched over to that. Great. Uh, and I and I maxed that out. So that, Great. Perfect. And that comes up, that does and that does not include like when I say sixty five hundred, that includes after I put money in the four hundred one. Oh, great! That that's a, that's awesome. And those two boys that are budding scholars that are heading to Georgia Tech and Emory, are we saving money for college for them? Yeah. So uh, basically, what I do there is I essentially max out the tax the tax benefit for Georgia. Mm-hmm. So it ends up being about. Three fifty per month per child. When you said six grand a month, was that that was after you put money into retirement? Is it also after the uh, five twenty nine plan contribution? Correct. Okay. Wow, you are rolling in it, brother. Okay, so let's talk about your emergency reserve fund. What do you have right now in there? Uh, well, we have about um, eighty grand in just the savings account, but I would say of that fifty is probably what I would consider the emergency fund. Okay. So and thirty is kind of that intermediate okay. buffer. Okay, fine. And then what about non-retirement investments? Do you have some money that's socked away already or not? Yeah, we're 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 starting that up. So um, my wife has um, some kind of it's through her father's previous employer, but she's got like a mutual fund that's basically an index fund that she has some money in. There's about thirty k there. We've got about. 35 to 40 in a betterment account. That's just kind of the, what they recommend, a 90-10 split. Uh, so we have 65 that's in non-tax uh, yep. deferred kind of assets. Okay. Um, but that's really going to be the repository for the six grand a month. Because, you know, obviously, if you're maxing out retirement, there's only so much you can do. And you're putting money away for the kids. There's only so much you can do, right? So when you think about your wife's mutual funds and the Betterment account, let's just think of that as like sort of two umbrellas, but it's really the same thing, which is non-retirement savings. So your first question was, what do I think about you putting some of the emergency reserve fund to work in some way? I would say skip it. The risk is not worth it. Then it would take the surplus uh, that you have that extra 30. I'd add it to the Betterment account. But I might label these two accounts differently instead of being I mean, you can do one of two things. You can say I'm going to have a 90-10 split with my most aggressive money. Or you might say I'm just going to dial the risk back and say I'm going to be 70-30 in this account because some of this money I might need to tap into in the next three to five years. Alternatively, if that feels like eh, it's it's too hard, you can keep it separate. You can almost say, well, maybe my wife's mutual funds, they're more balanced in nature. And that's where we're going to keep the uh, the unexpected larger expense fund and the betterment stays real risky. But I think that as you go forward, you have to do whatever feels right for you guys. If it feels better to, again, strip out your money in different ways but you it's just as reasonable to say i just want one account i'm just going to pull the risk back on this because i'm not a huge fan of 9010 with all due respect to my friends at betterment i just think that that's more risk than anybody needs to take and it's unnecessary you're going to be a great saver you are going to pay play some catch up but you know what if you're adding 70 grand a year into non-retirement investments and you're maxing out your retirement account you're going to get there fast and there's no reason that you need to take on 90% risk um, assets in that scenario. You're going to you're going to make up for being a little bit behind as you perceive it simply because you're saving so much money. Okay. Make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. And and if if necessary, once the kids get older, you know, force your wife back into work and you'll have that nice pension income. So that'll be good too. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's the plan. I, I, I don't know if she's if she's on board with that plan. I like I like that it's your plan though. That's good. Perfect. <laughs> Okay, if you've got a question about emergency funds and maybe you're thinking about what you want to do with that excess money, we'd love to hear from you. The email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. We are always grateful to get those notes. And if you're on the website because you're signing up for the free weekly newsletter or you're buying my book, The Dumb Things Smart People Do With Their Money, if you're doing any of those things and you're poking around the website, just click the contact button. We will get your email. Once again, let us remind you to lift someone up today. Grit, growth, grace, a little gratitude would help out a lot. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.